episode of Raw and Unscripted. I'm Jake. I'm Dominic. I'm Zig. All right, we're back for another episode of Raw and Unscripted. Today, Dom's going to start us off with a little bit of quick news. We're going to roll into a little bit of MLB talk, talk about the offseason, maybe see where guys go, what uh, all our teams are up to a little bit. And then we're going to wrap it up, I think, with a little bit of NFL talk. Uh, Steelers just had a weird Wednesday night game, which is un- unusual. Afternoon, actually. Yeah. Afternoon. afternoon, yeah, not even the evening. And then we're going to update you on the quick um, – our MVP picks and kind of where they stand and where we think things might uh, end up down the road. But first, Dom, give us that quick news. So, uh, starting off, we got some NBA news. Um, some things shaking around in the league. LeBron and AD both uh, re-signed with uh, – or I guess LeBron's was an extension, AD was a re-sign. Yeah. LeBron was two, two for 85, and then yep. AD was five for 190. Correct. Okay. And then, you know, we, we know they got Schroeder and then Harold too, so – and uh, Marcus All. They've really stacked, uh, stacked it I feel up. Like, uh, I feel like Kuzma is, you know, going to be losing some playing time this year, you know? Well, I've, I've heard a lot of rumors about, like, if they're looking to trade for someone like DeRozan Dude. or someone like that, <laughs> he'll be a part of it. The I think I saw LeBron tweeted. Did you see him tweet something about Kyle Kuzma? Like, yeah, he, it was gonna be like, who's gonna be like the breakout player yeah, of the year? Yeah, he replied to a tweet, and the tweet was like, who's gonna be the player that takes the biggest leap forward this year? And he replied and said Kyle Kuzma with like an exclamation point. And someone like responded to LeBron and was like, man, LeBron really be the GM trying to boost his trade value. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's gonna break out on some other team when he trades his. Yeah, last exactly. Time. He just means he knows he's gonna be good. It'll just be somewhere else. Right. That's why he's trying to trade. Yeah. Get some get some value for him because he's uh gonna be great elsewhere. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Uh, I guess the Lakers kind of lock up a lot of money there, but I mean they give it to very the Lakers. Are gonna be they unreal, yeah, they're gonna be. Yeah, they're gonna very be, very well could go could go back. To it might be better this year. I think year, that you know? I, I think, think that locks up. You think that locks up the chances of Giannis ever going to L.A. for the Lakers? I don't think that's ever going to happen. I don't think Giannis is going to L.A. I, wanna, I don't I, think it was going to happen, personally. I don't think it was going to happen. I know there was, like, talks and, like, there was interest in that. But, I don't know, that's another max contract given to A.D. So, I, I want Giannis to go to the Heat and then see another Heat-Lakers final. I'd like to see Giannis go to the Heat. I want to see Giannis win with the Bucks, honestly. Yeah. I, I, I prefer I that he stay there. I don't screw I don't the, see Bucks. Why the Bucks. It could still work with the Bucks. Like they, if they no, could, screw the Bucks. It's not, the Bucks. it's not happening. So why are, we, why are you giving up on the Bucks? It's like if it hasn't happened happen yet, it's not going to happen with the Bucks. Imagine why? if Jimmy, I know this isn't like this won't happen, but like vice versa, you know, talking about Giannis going to Heat. Imagine if Jimmy Butler or someone of his quality went to the Bucks. Like they would immediately be a contender. Like, well, they, they already, already are a contender. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, but the Bucks are no fun. Yeah, no, you're no fun for saying the Bucks are no fun. Yeah, get out of here with that. The Bucks are fun. You're not fun. Yeah, I like the Bucks, <laughs> Mr. Bills fan. You're not fun. So, uh, oh, other news around the NBA, there's a trade, big trade. Um, Huge trade. John Wall in a first-round pick to the Houston Rockets and then the Wa- Russell Westbrook to the Washington Wizards. I like that. I don't know. What, I, I, I like it for both because I think it's kind of – a more positive position for each team. I don't think it's going to be the tipping point for, I mean, well, Washington's DC's might have a a few more pieces to go, but I don't think it's the tipping point for Houston because I don't think that's going to put them in contention in the West. 
I mean, it's going to put him in contention, but I don't think it's enough to, like, overtake LeBron and the Lakers. But I think a, a, another piece or two or another player to step up or something, and they could surprise some teams. And I do think it's good for the Rockets if Harden prefers to play with John Wall, although we haven't seen Wall play in a hot minute. Yeah, I think that's, you know, I think Wall is definitely the lesser player, but I think the Rockets may be a better team because of it. Because I don't, I don't. I think, 100% agree. It's a better fit. kind of came out and said that Harden preferred John Wall to play with. And I think everyone thought when Russ went there last year that no one really thought that was going to work. And I, I, the experiment, you know, it wasn't successful. I mean, it was kind of successful because they were still good. But I don't think it was a terrible move. I mean, it, it just. No, no. Yeah. I, I not ideal. Because, like, John Wall, like, like you said, they're different. They're kind of different. Like, Russell and Harden are both guys who want the ball in their hands. And John Wall yeah. is a guy who can, like, who's more known for, like, his defensive presence and, like, his passing and, like, playmaking. So, like, I think that works with Harden well. And then they got Cousins, too. And I know he has had problems staying healthy, too. But, like, if he could stay healthy and really be what he used to be, then they could definitely be. I think Cousins is washed. I think he's he's done being great. I just don't know. When's the last time he played, like, starter minutes? Like, two years, three years? I don't like, know. Can we, can we even say that DeMarcus Cousins is, like, a – High quality player in the NBA these days? No, we don't know anything. We do, that's where it is. We just don't know. He could easily be like, like Jake said, he could easily just be terrible or he could, I don't know. I think, I mean, he is he's, done. I think he's done. I mean, I don't, he's not done with his career, obviously, but he's done playing at that elite level that he used to be at. You have to admit, though, there's a world where he is like a pretty, really, like a pretty good big man. Well, yeah. then maybe I'll see that world later this year or something. I don't know. Hopefully. I, don't I would love to see it. I'm I think that. it's weird to see that. Uh, John Wall and Bradley Beal, no longer a duo. I'm excited for the Wizards. I, I like that. You know? Yeah. I always I always liked those two together though. They were they were tight. It was uh it was like two two bros just carrying the team. Just felt like they were yeah. never on the court at the same time and I don't know, it never worked. It just felt weird. I don't know. I mean they didn't obviously we saw that it didn't work. They didn't win big with him, but I thought it was fun to watch them play. I think they enjoyed playing with each other and shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, agree. I do think Russ going there, though, is good. I mean, Russ is a great player. So, man, Russ yeah. is traveling. Russ is want, to see the, want to see the STL boy? The yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. Russ is going to take the ball from him, so. You know, I, I don't like that notion necessarily of Russ is such a ball hog. Like, he led the league in assists. It's not, it's not ball hog. It's no. Well, that's not – it's not like about assist and shooting. It's not what I'm saying by – it's more of just, like, he's the type of guy. He commands the ball in his hands. Yeah, like, in order to be good, in order to, like, help his team, he needs the ball. He's not going to play off the ball very well. Whereas, like, like Sims Harden, you know what I mean? Like, they need the ball in their hands. They're trying to, like, make dribble moves, whatever. That's Whereas fair. I mean, ball I mean, he's a big need... playmaker. I'll give you that. But I, as long as I, – I just don't like the notion of, the, of he's being a ball hog or, or something like that. I mean, it's not that. I didn't, I didn't know, say I don't that. know if you're, if you're bringing that about or what, but – I'm sure I feel like if the defense not, if the defense is more drawn to Russell Westbrook, that could open up more things for Bradley Beal. That's fair, right. yeah. Right. That could work. Uh, uh, yeah, so I got Matt Patricia got fired. Whip, whip Finally, right? That was coming. Yeah, don't uh not surprised. I feel like right from the start of the Matt Patricia Lions relationship, I don't think anyone thought that was gonna work out. Yeah. Well, like, after the first couple of games, like, didn't they have locker room issues, too, like, at the beginning? 
like they thought he was going like too hard in practice or something. And they I mean, I've seen a ton of former players like tweeting about like, like Ebron and Slay were both like, damn right, like, you know, <laughs> like he deserved it. Like that guy's a joke, basically. I mean, yeah, clearly something was going. on. I mean, right on. now the lines are a joke. They're yeah. The lines are a joke, yeah. And yeah. they're probably going to clean house after this year. Uh, Stafford might not be there next year. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. Like, Dude, where would Stafford go, man? Anywhere. There's man. tons of places with yeah. quarterback needs. I have a – oh, my gosh. Not seeing Stafford in a Lions uniform? Oh. I wish he would have gone somewhere like three or four years ago, you know. And yeah, that too. Seen him more in his, like, prime prime. I love watching my MVP pick, Matt Stafford. Just I'd love play. to see him go to Chicago. I think that could maybe work oh, out. That would, that, would, that would maybe fix some of their quarterback issues. I mean, hey, you know, they could try to – they could try to squeeze a little bit more out of this good defense because I mean they have a solid defense. Their just offense is terrible. So I mean, I mean it's more than keep, just it's more than just the QB keep, position though. That's what I'm saying. Are they going to keep Nagy? And, and that's really the scenario for me. Like, well, Nagy's gone for sure. There's okay, no, well then it's going to. No if Nagy's gone, then I don't Depending on who their coach is, I don't see them trading for Matt Stafford. Well, I don't. Oh, I also don't see the Lions trading in the division. But I'm yeah, just, that's true. Okay, I didn't think about that. Hypothetical. Yeah, okay. Hypothetical. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Bears are a team that's going to be middle of the pack. They're not going to be up there for a high draft pick, for a high quarterback, but they could also use another um, quarterback as well, you know. And they're, they're not giving around a fourth-round pick for Nick Foles this year, so who's that fourth-round <laughs> pick for, you know? Yeah, they definitely do need a quarterback. Maybe they'll go for a first-round pick. Those, those are or they'll go good. for Jameis Winston. Oh, oh. oh. I love electric, Taysom Hill. electric baby. James no, no, no. And Taysom Hill's not going anywhere. He's gonna go right back on the bench. Is where he's gonna go. I would. I don't know how I feel about him. Um, anyways, um, that's really it for the main news. Um, but the college football playoffs, um, new rankings came out. A lot of discussions about Ohio State at four, with only four games played, and whether or not they yeah. deserved it. Um, A and M yeah. is right behind them. And I think that was the main team that was discussed, like people were discussing to to take their place at four. And then BYU, yeah, that. like really low. A bunch of people I saw were upset about that. But yeah, I saw that people were saying that because of the games, like you said, that Ohio State maybe shouldn't be in there. So, I mean, maybe if you see like Texas A&M the last couple weeks of this season, they just kind of, you know, turn it up and keep doing what they're doing. You know, Texas A&M can fall in there. Definitely, yeah. What do you think of Notre Dame um, in on a uh, conference? I mean, clearly they're doing pretty well now that they're in a conference, you know. I mean, people have called for years for them to be in a conference, and they finally, you know, got the opportunity this year. And they're doing pretty, great, huh? Yeah. Kicking ass. Yeah, yeah. Complete defense, a good offense, Ian Book and Kyron. You know, I heard they got a good running back. I, I don't know where. Yeah, I heard. I heard you might be from a little school, uh, Viani. You know. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. T shirts yeah. going. <laughs> Breathing right now. That's, That's cool. a good score. That's cool. And then there was that other college football news. Don, what else you got? Uh oh. Well, sad. I think the real news is that the game got postponed. That Sarah Fuller can't kick again this week. And I don't yeah. know the situation with their kicker at the moment and if she'll be kicking again next week if they play. Yeah, so, so the, the deal was that she was the first female player to play in a Power 5 conference school um, in an actual collegiate football game. And she only got one attempt, and it was the second half opening kickoff. 
um, because Vandy sucks and couldn't get a field they goal. They scored zero time. points. Yeah. I was Did really hoping to see a field goal. No, I was hoping to see at least an attempt at a field goal They're from so the bad. offense, but they just couldn't do anything. <laughs> terrible. They're terrible. He had one opening kickoff for the second half, which I guess for her, man, that's, that's awesome. Glad to see it. Yeah, she didn't have to stress too much, though. I mean, she was just waiting, waiting and waiting for her opportunities. So, so this, uh, their upcoming game got postponed? Yeah, yeah this week it got postponed. Yeah. Dang. So, Don't so worry, they wouldn't have scored any points there either, so. Yeah. That, <laughs> so maybe their other kicker will be back in time for the other game? For the, for yeah, the, I like I said, I don't know. I don't know dang. the Vanderbilt yeah. kicker uh, scenario, but. You're not you're not hot on the news with the Vanderbilt kickers. No, I'm not. I, I don't know his name. Apparently she gave a speech at halftime too. Did you guys see that? Did she really? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I did hear about that. Was it like a pump up, let's go, or was she, it like a she said <laughs> she she said that the sideline needed to be more like amped up and like into the game. And apparently she said that a couple of the coaches came up to her like, Wow, like good for you. Like we've been wanting to say that. And I'm like you're a coach. Like, why haven't you been saying that? Yeah. <laughs> what? Who does Vanderbilt have in these coaches? Like, top look there. Obviously, the not good enough coaches to score more than zero points. Maybe, maybe she should just be their coach. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, motivational speaker. You know. Yeah. I mean, if if you're gonna score zero points, then like, you, you might as well. She was the highlight of their offense. So, a second half opening kick should not be the highlight of an offense. But glad for her. Yeah, it's a good story. It is. Um, so that's is that all you got right now? Yeah, that's 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 it. Um, all right, awesome. I wanted to get into the MLB a little bit because, boy, we got some – it's been a minute since we've touched on the MLB. And there were, like, full swing of the offseason. Um, the hot stove. Not, a, not a whole lot of dominoes have fallen. Not a whole lot of pieces have uh, gone to teams yet. But I feel like we're just about on the, on the edge of, uh, a lot of a lot of pieces going quick. Because once they go, I think that they're going to go fairly quick. Maybe not so the, so much the big names and stuff like Real Muto or Springer LeMahieu. Um, but first of all, who recently we just had a, a handful of guys that were non-tendered that are considered to be you know decent pieces still. And yeah, I think in this offseason it's been it's been very different, and it's interesting to see how these teams uh, approach the offseason because a lot of these players, looking at the production the last like few years, you wouldn't think would be non-tendered. And the teams would have picked them up, but in a COVID off season, that clearly has affected the MLB more than other sports. Apparently, I don't know. That's that's what they say. Anyways, they these these guys have gotten untendered. Guys like Kyle Schwarber, what? the big one. Eddie Rosario is one Rosario. Rosario is a big one that always. Yeah, Rosario is the one that once I saw is like Cardinals, please, but they won't. Uh, yeah, and that's good. Adam Duvall was also non-tendered. Yeah, uh, that's that's kind of an underrated one. I would love to see the yeah. Cardinals. Him and I, David Dahl. David Dahl's a solid piece. Um, yeah, Archie Bradley. Archie Hunter Bradley, good piece out of pin. There, there's a lot of guys. I got, Michael um, Franco's – he's fine. I mean, he's not – I don't know. He's not what the Phillies way back when thought that he was yeah. going to be. No but, I mean, more Mazzara. Mazzara, oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't Mazzara. even write them all down. There was like 50, 59 people who got non-tendered, and three of them re-signed immediately. So there's 56 yeah. new free agents from this. Most, like, does does Mazzara provide anything but home runs? No. I was looking at some of his stats, and his OPS is essentially below average like every year in Yikes. his career. But he hits home runs. Yikes. Well, that adds to the pot of uh, 
quite a few other big names for free agency. Um, personally, I would like to see JT Realmuto um, be hit hard by the Mets, but I don't think that they are interested in him as heavy as they are. are. Not as heavy as they are for James McCann. Right now, the word on the street is that they really like James McCann. I saw the Phillies yeah. aren't going to re-sign Real Muto, so I don't know who's That's gonna... what I'm saying. I re- Man, I really, really want the – I think that should be their priorities to get Real Muto. Over, I mean, I know talks have been said about now that we got uh, Uncle Steve in there spending some money to go after, like, guys like Bauer or even Springer or even on the off chance that they wanted to go after LeMahieu. But I really think their priority should be Real Muto catching. Yeah, so I, I agree – but where do you like? What other teams have you heard? I mean, I I think I heard Blue Jays. Real Muto, not... yeah, I was gonna say Real Muto was heavy in talks with the with the Blue Jays. That doesn't mean that other teams aren't in on him, um, and especially if I don't know something else happens and um, they try to match their offer or whatever. But Blue Jays, Real Muto and the Blue Jays. I don't I don't know how. I don't hate it. I mean, okay, well I hate it as a Yankees fan, but I don't hate it for him. I think the Blue Jays are. On the up, you know, they got. I mean, they've been rumored for a ton of names. I'm seeing, so I'm really interested to see where they, what they do. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm wondering who's going to be the team that was once the Angels. Remember when that year the Angels went out and got everybody? Dude, I always like nowadays. I'm always like, I hear a big free agent. I'm just like, they're going to the Angels. You know, I just the Angels. <laughs> if I had to, if I had to guess, I'm just Angels. You know, yeah, it's like well, you LA, LA team, market like, well, used to sign. It, it might it, it might not make sense at all, but I don't care. I, Angels, whatever. They, yeah, <laughs> they're always willing. <laughs> oh my god! It, it never works out. They never actually get better. But you know what? They're gonna sign. Yeah. Which which sucks <laughs> because the Angels have let down Mike Trout. I will say yeah, that. Right hurts. True. They have let him down. But it, it hurts the league. What's that? It hurts the league. Like you just you know what I mean? I know. Like, they want to see him on a winning team in the playoffs. I know. I would love to see him in the playoffs. I, where do you – Zig, I, I heard that uh, LeMahieu really, really, really wants to go back to the Bronx. But uh, – Yeah, hey, I mean, he's only – he's asking for five years and $100 million. If they If the Yankees won't offer that, then um, I don't – That's I'm what not, I'm saying. I don't, right, so, far, right now, the Yankees aren't um, – I mean, they want him back, but not to the extent that he wants to be back on his terms. But he wants to be in the Bronx. Million. That's not even that Yeah, I would. Hey, you want me to throw out a proposition here? If he loves New York so much, I know somebody who's got a little extra cash in the bank, probably willing to spend this year, especially after their second baseman just went down. With if the Yankees let that happen, if they let, if they let him leave, go to the Mets, that's going to be a very bad look. Yeah. Because I think there's $100 million. When I saw that number, Oh hell yeah! Like that's not that much. I think bad. I think it would be a bad look if they if they let him leave on that term as it is. Like if they if they yeah. tried, because they I don't think I don't even think that they've offered him five years yet. I think it's just been a four year deal. I haven't really seen the Yankees side of the negotiations. I just saw what he wants. Yeah, and the Yankees just they, they haven't agreed with it, and I don't know why because he was an MVP candidate for multiple years in a row, so. It would make no sense to me. I think, think he's, he's worth it. Like, what do you he's think? Old glove caliber player who can play multiple positions right. and very well and against both. And he can rake. Dude absolutely rakes. Not yeah, just bombs, but just rakes. I mean, he is, th- he is 32, but I mean, that's a five year contract. Ends in 37. You know, I mean, he's still going to be a solid player. And he's almost he's cruising like, through his prime right now. I was going to say, that, if you're that close, man, come on, take him. 
I mean, shit, I'd want him. I want the mess to sign him. I don't think he. I, I, I don't, I don't think, think there's anyone out there. I don't think there's any any team out there that wouldn't want DJ LeMahieu right now. Right, oh. and he's of all teams, he's choosing the Yankees, and right now the Yankees are kind of on the fence of what they want to do with him, which is weird. There, he he'll be back. He'll be back. You know who think? might not be back, Zig? We just talked about it. Brett Gardner, thirty-seven, man. If you love your lifer, but I don't know. I, I'm just, I just, I feel like he'll be back. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think he's gonna go anywhere else. If he does, if he comes back. I hope to God that he's the fourth or fifth outfielder. I think he will be. I think if they bring him back, they're they're probably gonna tell him like, hey, you're not gonna have as much playing time. You're gonna be here as a locker room guy, and you're gonna get out there every. He'd be a great locker room guy for the Yankees, I think, as long yeah. as it doesn't take away from Frazier. And I think Gardner should realize now that, you know, if he wants to be part of the Yankees, that he needs to realize that Frazier needs to have more playing time and Gardner yeah. needs to be back a little bit. He's got a different different role now. Frazier projected to, like, get in the lineup more because, I mean, over he the years. Oh, so he was, he was, he he was muscling his way in the lineup last year. Yeah, I know yeah. he needs to. He's He's been good enough. For, like, you know, you know who was, you know who was playing their way out of the lineup last year? Gary Sanchez. Did you I've see heard, that they want to get they they don't want him they want to move him? Yeah, I've heard Cardinals, Cardinals, I mean they could Cardinals trade him. I I've seen rumors that they want to move him, and which is, I don't know. I feel like it would just be Yankees luck if they moved him. It would bite him in the ass, and he'd just go rake. That's right. Yeah. No, I agree. You know, but, he, he'll go to some team, and he'll just absolutely tear up the Yankees every time he plays them. All right. How about this, Carlos Martinez for Gary Sanchez? Just... Straight up, Zig. What, what do yeah, you think? Yeah, let's just do it. How do you feel about that one, Zick? New pitching could be really good, could be terrible, but it could be really good. Same for Gary Sanchez. I'd say no. You say no? No. All right, we'll give you um, who else? Someone bad. I don't care. Someone bad. No. Carlos Martinez and trash bag for Gary Sanchez. This Bag-a-chips, is only maybe? Molina, yeah. This is only if Molina doesn't reset. What do you, Don? Where do you think uh, Schwarbs is gonna go? So I was reading about it today a little bit just to see um, where who's going to go. Kyle Schwarber. Uh, Angels. Uh, well, the top, the top, <laughs> the top club I've seen a lot of is the White Sox. <laughs> I, I do think the Angels are in play though. Like Angels are in play for everyone. They always are. So it's why the White Sox? What, what were you thinking of the White Sox? They got well, Robert, they, they got Robert and Eloy. He's he played DH. Oh God, DH. Forgot. I think he's, I think he's pretty like. I think he'll play DH. Like teams are gonna approach him to like try and sign him as a DH, you know, and they might want to sign for like less because of that, you know, and he might want more money because he thinks, oh, huh. I can play the field. Did you look up Schwarber's defensive stats? Are they any good? Bad? I don't. He's got a liability. liability. No, I mean he can't. No, be I would not consider him a liability. Okay. He's not necessarily he's a good on. I see him as like what Matt Carpenter was for the Cardinals. If he were to play the outfield, what Matt Carpenter was for the Cardinals a few years ago, like that's what a team would use him as, like a bat in the lineup and somebody who can not not be a stellar out in left field, but can play every day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and I think he's actually got a pretty good um, like I know he has a strong arm, but I think he has some some good like recorded outs over the years, like a good amount. Right. So. You know, he could be used in left field, but I just don't know if teams will be willing to, like, pay him that type of contract. But, yeah, I, I mean, it's funny. I saw a Bleacher Report article about it, like, where's Schwarber going? And the I mean, Cardinals there's also a guy like – the top five. I mean, if you think about it, Ozuna is also on the market. He's kind of a Schwarber-esque, like, player, although a much better yeah, hitter. Yeah, my, he's just much 
much better hitter, but I think it would be kind of used in the same role, somebody who's not going to, you know. You think he'll go back to the Braves? Maybe. I mean, they non-tendered – they just non-tendered Duvall, who's an outfielder. I mean, I know the DH is coming around, but still. I've heard Blue Jays and Giants for – For, for Ozuna. Giants, wow. Yeah, I mean, the Giants – what, what are the Giants doing? <laughs> they always want to spend – they're always rumored for these guys. The Giants? But yeah. yeah, I mean, the Blue Jays, though, they're, they're rumored for a lot I of mean, guys. I mean, Blue Jays – if they were to find a way to get Ozuna, Real Muto, I don't know. They'd definitely be – I mean, they already are trending up. But, like, geez, that would be I – mean, I, I, I guess maybe those Canadian finances didn't get hurt, didn't get hurt as bad as the American uh, Yeah, right. Maybe – well, they sent, their, they sent their team down to Buffalo, so they didn't have to That's worry true, about that. <laughs> I'd like to see the Mets sign, like I said, Real Muto, but then another starting pitcher, too. I mean, I know I would love to have Trevor Bauer. I think that would be phenomenal, Uncle Steve, to bring in Trevor Bauer. If I could get two of these three, Real Muto, George Springer, and Trevor Bauer, I'd be pretty happy. But I want the priority to be JT, like I said. But if it wasn't Bauer, I mean, the second-tier guys are what? Um, Tanaka, Odorizzi, um, Taiwan Walker, if you count him. So you would rather have – Real Muto and a second-tier free agent pitcher than Bauer and James McCann? Yeah, if if they were to, in addition to also get another outfielder, yeah. I don't think any of those. So, in addition to, that wasn't the question. I would say it, the scenario that I'd want to have Real Muto and another starting pitcher with James McCann would be if they were to find uh, another decent outfielder to put in there, too. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of outfielders available at the moment that are, like, decent. Like, a lot of these guys right. are non ten. Right. I mean, Duvall, Brian Goodwin, Rosario, Kyle Schwarber, Naquin, Danny Santana. Like, And, I mean, as much as Bauer is coming off as Cy Young, and as much as I love him and all of his antics and stuff, you got to think, like, for the other parts of his career, dude's ERA was over three. Or, I mean, over over four for for, you know, X amount of years. And so there's a chance that he could fall back to that. I, I don't see it happening. I see him trending in the other way just after you just want to Cy Young. But, you know, there's a chance. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's fair to say that he might, you know, regress a little bit. But, yeah, like it's it's one of those things. It's like you, you know, don't you don't know what version you're going to see. I don't know I why, but I, I don't really want Tanaka. I'd rather have Odorizzi, I think. Yeah, they're just – honestly, like, the, like you, those second-tier guys don't really jump off the page for me. I mean, they'd be great. Yeah. They'd be great. I mean, to to put in the middle or back end of your rotation for yeah, you know, any, any team. I mean, they're definitely yeah. going to go to wherever they go. It's definitely going to be a significant role for where they're needed. Sure. You know? I just don't think that, like you're saying, like the, like Zig was asking those questions. Like, would you real mute on the second tier starter? I'm just or glad they have Bauer and their, their bullpen a little bit. They just signed Trevor May. Dude has a high swing, uh, one of the highest swing and miss rates uh, in the MLB as a relief pitcher. He's a he's a streamer too. I've never seen that. Really? Streams video, he streams video games. Streams, he's got a uh, podcast about about video games. I knew that though. I feel like a ton of people will stream now. Like a, like a lot of athletes stream. Yeah, that's like, fair. He's been doing it for a, like a few years though. I don't know if he was one of the like. Oh, so he was a pioneer. Okay. Yes, pioneer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think Trevor May is going to be good for the Mets though? That'd be a good piece for the bullpen. 
Yeah, I like Trevor Manuel. He'll, he'll uh, he's definitely a solid reliever. He's he's done his, his fair share over the years. Yeah, I like his last name, May. You know, it, it's it's the same as the month of May, which my birthday's in. So that's wait, cool. wait, okay. Same as the month. Is I it spelled man? I guess. Is it spelled the same, Zig? M A dump M A Y. I don't know how else you'd spell it. <laughs> Zig was trying to spell it a whole different way. <laughs> he almost said W, I think. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. I yeah, I want to do a run through like we've been talking about half of these guys, but I just wanted to because it's kind of important um news pieces in general that some of these guys got non-tendered like I said unexpectedly. Um but like I said, Kyle Schwarber and Hanser Alberto and Rosario and then other guys like outfielder Brian Goodwin, um Archie Bradley's an interesting reliever and then we we mentioned Duval and then John Brebia from the Cardinals has been a pretty solid Had to reliever. to do with the beard? Yeah, or uh, ginger dude. Big, thick beard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he's cool. He's pretty solid. Um, and then Ro- Hans Conrad cool. Robles, huh? I said he's cool, you know him? Yeah, no, yeah, Greg. Actually, he is known to be uh, a very quirky guy. Like, I don't know how to describe I believe it, 100%. Look at his beard, I believe it. Anyways, um, Danny Santana, who's some someone that I'm like, he's, he's very under the radar. Um, he's a switch hitter, and he plays outfield and infield. Um. And then Tyler Naquin, who's a terrible fielder, but he's okay. Really bad year last year. Let's try back up for a second. You said uh, Hansel Robles. Yeah, dude's trash. Yeah, he. I I was about to mention that he had a ten ERA last year. Like he's actually ass. Yeah, like terrible. I mean, why are we even naming a guy who had a ten ERA? Who cares? Well, the, like three years. Before, yeah, why? Why are you bringing that up, Tom? He was on the list that I saw. I thought it's it's worth mentioning, I guess. But he's maybe trash. Be, the, be the better judge of that list, then. All right, so I'm going to rewind. Uh, Hansel Robles is not mentioned. Carlos Still Rodon. Still trapped. Um, Rodon? Yeah, who's also been pretty bad the last few years, 5-7 ERA the last few years. But well, stop mentioning Keep moving. Keep moving. He's interesting. Anyways, Mazzara, Power. David Dahl is someone who's actually very interesting. Last year he was terrible. But the three years before that combined, he had an 897 OPS, which is fucking really good. He plays for the Rockies, but it counts. And uh, like we said, Michael Franco earlier, who led the Royals in doubles and RBIs last year, which is not very impressive, but it's something. There's a lot of good players in the Royals, so that's a pretty good, pretty good feat right there. A ton of great players. Whit Merrifield, he's a big doubles guy. So I, like, I, I am interesting, just interested to see where David Dahl goes. He's going to be like a nice, like role player piece somewhere. Um, I think he's just like a he's just like a bolstering piece that would help a, a team that's already contending. He's not going to. Tip anybody yeah, I mean, he's not going to tip anybody one way or another. He's not going to be the piece that sets somebody apart, but he's going to be great for – I mean, I don't think any of these non-tendered players are going to be the piece. I don't Schwarber know. I think a couple be. of them – yeah, I think or, or Rosario, Rosario even. Rosario yeah. Rosario's be. had MVP votes the last two years. Like, they're not a lot, but he's had them. And he just got non-tendered. Like, that would never happen in normal years. Yeah, that's weird. So he, it's very interesting. He got, he got tossed in the playoffs and then had to get a suspension. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He kind of screwed over the Twins doing that. Maybe I wonder if that had anything uh, yeah. to do with him. Uh, no, they would have lost anyway. No, but, I mean, I wonder if that had anything to do with his relationship about this offseason. Oh, uh, possibly. I don't know. I don't know. But sure. I know that, I know that um, it put the Twins in a pickle because they had to play – they had to pull up somebody who had never played an MLB game before and stick him in right field. Because 
one of the other outfielders was, I think, hurt for the day, and Rosario was suspended. So they kind of screwed. I mean, yeah, they probably would have lost in the first round like they always do. Um, but on, on another note, though, I do think the twins, are, the twins are a team that could definitely be in for a lot of these big free agents. I did see right. them. Maybe they need Rosario back. I, I heard Schwarber was one of the guys they'll be looking for. So yeah, I think this offseason in general is 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 cool and different because of the the corona and everything. Because last year was such a weird year, it's going to be hard to gauge like how that will translate on a full one sixty two game schedule. Yeah, but I do think that. I mean, I I, I don't want to toot the Mets horn again, but. I love the addition of Steve Cohen, and I think, and I love what he's doing, and the fact that he's on Twitter asking the fans like what they want to see, um, what kind of players that they would be interested in and stuff. Because I mean, again, he's he decided to take up ownership of this team for the fans, and it's nice that he's interacting with them on Twitter to kind of gauge what they want. Is was he a Mets fan himself? Yes. That's just that's just the dream. Yeah, Isn't it really is. Like owning your own team, like. Oh, how how nuts fun. is that to have a, an owner, like an actual fan of your team? Like, I just think that – I wish that – I think it would make baseball better if other owners could at least maybe see what he's doing in, in terms of how he's interacting with fan bases and players and communicating and kind of seeing what the, what the fan base wants. I know that Trevor May said that the addition of Steve Cohen buying the Mets was a factor about signing there. He said that he liked what was going on in Queens, the new addition. So something to think about for other owners – across the league yeah I mean there's I mean that's a whole nother thing a problem in the MLB is just a bunch of old crotchety owners crotchety that's a that's the word I think it is that's a that's a vocab word I haven't heard of it is but it's the word that describes them so too many build wits ah I was gonna ask if you uh, thought build wit was one of them crotchety owners does what does crotchety mean Dom can you define that does that mean Uh, not spending even honestly that's build the wit no, honestly, I don't think I could actually define the word for you, but I just, when I think about the word, it's just like, you know, old and like, those crotchety in regards to baseball is the guys, they're the guys who like, you know, they don't, they want, yeah, they don't want people bat flipping. They don't want any of that. They don't want Colton Wong's in the world. No, they want it. They want it the old way. No, they don't want Colton Wong. And they, <laughs> Colton Wong they, don't wanna, they don't want to spend money. Well, that, if, if that's the case, then you know they're going to re-sign Wayno because if he's going to hold on to the past, then Wayno's the guy. I think Wayno's pretty for sure to come back at this point, but I just don't know. I don't know. I'm shocked he performed as well as he did. I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, everyone should. Agree. Everyone. Absolute. Oh, I love him. Like he, oh, there, was, so there, was, there were weeks or there were stretches of the season that he was hands down the Cardinals' best pitcher. He was, he was just the Cardinals' best pitcher last year. And arguably the year before, without besides Flaherty, but like oh season. okay, thank you. Woof. Well, like yeah, I'm sorry. I you know Flaherty season was weird. It was like four or five ERA the first half, and then he, you know, Matt Carpenter did it and did really That's well. The second Matt Carpenter loves to just choose a half of the season with performance. Wayno has just been really big for us the last few years. People don't realize that, and the the sad part about it is that Cardinals fans don't realize it. Cardinals fans have always been. Anytime anyone, any Cardinals fan says, hey, Wainwright's great, they say, well, he's not as good as Chris Carpenter. That's what everyone says. <laughs> so stupid. Both Cardinal legends. What can I say? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Z- Zig, I see you're wearing a Bills hat. How are the Bills doing this year? You think uh, that they are – I can't complain. You think they're as you know? good as their record is, uh, says they are? 
Uh, I believe so. I think they got a couple things they still need to work out. Uh, but the defense looks better, a lot better than it did in the beginning of the season. Um, and I'm going to predict that the Bills are going to be the first team to beat the Steelers this year. Really? When are they play the Steelers? Uh, next Sunday. Sunday night. Coming. So week Not 14? this weekend, but next weekend? Next, yeah. Okay. I. What do you think of the Steelers, Dom? Yeah, um, I don't know. I think they're – I mean, we've kind of discussed it the last week or so a lot. Um, but, yeah, I think that they're a really good team. They clearly have, like, one of the best defenses we've seen in the last, you know, long time, really. But uh, – and, and I think that the difference is Big Ben. And, you know, we've discussed this a lot. But, yeah, I think Big Ben is, is coming back and not being Duck Hodges or Mason Rudolph is a pretty big thing. And uh, they've gone from 8-8 eight and eight to not losing. Someone told me the other day that the Steelers are far and away the best team in the NFL. Is <laughs> no, 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 no. I, you, you, that is what I said, but, <laughs> but I'm not wrong technically because they have zero, zero losses. But I okay, that's far not away. far and away. No, it, like what's, if you were what's to do the like, next best record, Dom? Can look, you name it? Listen, like if you did tw- if I did, if I put a, together a power rankings list right now, who would be on top? I would put the Steelers on top. They haven't lost. Oh anymore. no. They haven't lost. It's I, the Chiefs. Oh, just because they haven't lost. Oh, just because they haven't lost, they're number one. Zig, I said power Give me a break. rankings. Have you ever seen power Give me a break. Have you ever seen power rankings before? Yeah, they're not just by record. It, it is. It's literally about. No, it's not. It, I, I, it's I not strictly winner, record. A power ranking is. It's no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it, that's a standing. That's a standing. It, no, a standing. Yeah. Look, oh, yeah, hey, right. hey, hey, CBS has Steelers at number one, Chiefs at number two. Yeah. It's like, I don't care. I would, I don't Chiefs give to win the Super Bowl. I, I would pick the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, not the Steelers. Okay? Okay, then the Chiefs should be your number one in the power ranking. No, that's not – that's a playoff ranking. That's a Super Bowl ranking or, like, picking. What, what is the hell is the power ranking? What's the difference between power, power versus Super Bowl right? Why do you need to be that specific? Power so, ranking. power ranking, it doesn't take into account anything but record. Record is the only – Yeah, it doesn't take into account the future. It takes into account the past. NFL.com has Chiefs ones, Steelers two. I don't think I'm killing me, Dom. You're killing me. I'm not saying anything stupid at all. They literally haven't lost the game. (laughs) The fact that you say the Chiefs would be your Super Bowl pick, but your power ranking has the Steelers at number one is just ridiculous. It's because everything wrong about your state. You can't discredit a team who hasn't lost. I'm not discrediting them. I'm just saying they're not as good as the Chiefs. I agree that they they are not. But you are pouty with those words now, son. All right. Are you going to take it back? Are you going to take it back or are you going to stand No, I'm not going to take it back. I'll just – Just be consistent. It's 1A, 1B, okay? We'll just stick with that. You you break Steelers higher, they stick into – Look, I just think that clearly people are writing the Steelers off too much. It's like people – like they haven't lost and people still just want to talk about – I'm not writing the Steelers off. I'm not writing them off. I'm just simply saying they're not as good as the Chiefs. Have you watched the Chiefs? That's fine. That's fine. Everyone's Did you watch? Have you watched the Chiefs? Did you see the Steelers? I literally just said they won the Super Bowl, Zig, or Jake. Just like I'm with you. But the Steelers are still number one in power ranking because they haven't lost. Oh my God! You can't go down in a power ranking if you haven't lost. That's my point. It's like if you start at one. Okay, but Dom, look at what they just did against the Ravens the other day. They won by five against a Lamar Jackson list Ravens quarterback. I, I did, did they lose? No, but they didn't look 
as good as the Chiefs have looked all year. Two weeks ago, the Chiefs lost to the Raiders, who just got absolutely pummeled by the Falcons, Zig. The Raiders play up to their competition. I, I don't, okay. The Chiefs play down. I don't know. What, so do the Steelers. I don't know what the, what, what do you want me to say? It's, it's the NFL. It's a very competitive league. Teams lose close games all the time. The Jets, sometimes they play close games. The Even Jets. the Jets. You're Even the Jets, me. they cover sometimes. Some teams cover. It happens all the time. All right, where did the Jets stand on your power rankings then, sir? Absolutely last. <laughs> okay, good. Point. I'm glad we can agree on that one. My point is that yeah. the NFL is a competitive league and that no win is easy and that most wins would will... say that the NFL was not a competitive league. No, I'm just saying that you're, you're complaining about losing by five. Because I'm just winning. saying they didn't look at great. They didn't look like an undefeated team. They didn't have to. They didn't have to. You don't have you don't you win you win you win. You're killing me. You're killing me. Win. win is a win, correct. But yep, I lost. That doesn't mean that I have to uh, uh, count that win uh, better than. Uh, say no, I didn't. I didn't say anything about counting that win for more than anything else. Didn't say it. You were the one who brought that game up, not me. Yeah, anyway, those wow, two teams a, are clear in a way that the best teams in the AFC. We can agree on that. Is there who's third? That's the the discussion for me. Is who's the, the, the third best team in the AFC? Is it the Bills? Could be. Who's some, people think, some people think the Bills are a little overinflated. Some people would say that. I think some people would, yes. I, would you? Would you say that, Zig? No. Zig, no, Zig's not saying that. I, I'm, saying that. I would say that they are definitely the leader in that uh, division. And I don't I'll, know down to how is Josh Allen going to play. When Josh exactly. Allen plays game, the Bills could beat anybody in the league. I thought that he was like a true true big-time gamer NFL quarterback for, you know, start of this year and moving forward and then kind of hit a rough patch and then it made me second-guess my thoughts about the Bills, Don't which you makes think me think the 8-3 and three record's a little little fishy. But, I mean, when he's on, he's on, and they're, they're legit when he's legit. Don't you think it has – like, we talked – I know you said it, Zick, like their defense is getting better now. Yeah. I do think, though, like, I don't know, trying not to, like, discredit Josh Allen. I'm certainly not because he's the reason they won a lot of those games early. But, like, when their defense wasn't playing as well, he had to throw more. So that's why he looks so good. And, like, I think if their defense plays better, then he doesn't have to do as much. So, like, their team could just as well be as good. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think it's Josh Allen. Like, 70% of it is, like, how well Josh Allen. I don't Allen. think it's going to come down to Josh Allen, but – I do agree. I just think the better does take more pressure off Josh Allen in the offense. Yeah, I think their defense has to come up a little bigger. Do you think Miami? Pass- you think Miami flips them? No. No. I think the we saw. Out. We've seen. We've seen enough over the last like four weeks in Miami that the like their range of outcomes is so wide, and that they're one, game, they're one game on they're, the they're, they're a weird good team. I, I I just don't know what to say about the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't. I, I honestly don't know. I thought you were flirting with the fact that they were legit, Tom. I mean, I think they're a good team. They have a good defense, I think. Although, I don't know, that Cardinals game, like, made me defense think. Defense is fine. Ah, yeah. Defense seems, like, seems scoring-wise, I think they're, like. What? I think, I think we just lost Dom. <laughs> did, did, did Dom's computer just die? I think. I think <laughs> look, at his, look at his, look at his face. Gross, huh? <laughs> I think he, I think he's frozen. I don't know what he was gonna say. I, what was he talking about? The Dolphins. Oh, and, the Dolphins. The Dolphins. Do you think that they're legit? I mean, I don't. What are we, what are we saying is legit? 
Like, are they a legit playoff team? Like, could they compete in the playoffs? I think uh, I think a, a in a normal year a playoff team is legit because they were competitive enough against the rest of the league to make the playoffs, and that would because they made the playoffs would you would like to think that outside the NFC East you would like to think that they could have a competitive game in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think they're legit because I think they're going to be competitive. <laughs> and I all right, we officially lost Dom now. Off. I think their I think their offense is just good enough. I mean, their defense is. Solid. I really like the coach. So I, I think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to be able to compete. So, yeah, I would say uh, I would say good. What do you think of um, going back into the Steelers division? What do you think of the Browns and Ravens, like those two teams? I thought – I don't know what I think of the Browns and Ravens right now. I – I mean, the Browns with Nick Chubb are a lot better than the Browns without Nick Chubb. I'll say that. Oh, 100 they are yes, one hundred percent. Nick Chubb, I think Nick Chubb is so underrated, man. I agree. I think he's so top three back in the NFL. He's so good. And I mean, let's not think. Not even don't even think about fantasy because I know that's what we like to do. No, yeah, I'm not even thinking about fantasy. I, I just, I think he has the most like twenty yard rushes in the league this year, and he's missed four games. Yeah. Oh, Dom, welcome back. All right, all right. You're, you're, you're muted or your mic's not working, one of those two. Um, but good to, hey, good to see your face, brother. I hope all is well. Uh, I guess your laptop died, but glad to have you a, a work in progress coming back. I don't know. About the Ravens, I, I, thought, I thought the Ravens would be a playoff team, but it's not really looking I like did too. I did, honestly, I thought they were, were going to uh, maybe beat the Steelers on Wednesday. Uh, did you watch that game? And they were damn close. The Steelers – did not look very good. I mean, they got to the red zone in the first half like three times, and they came did away. Did you see in like the first quarter the change of possession? How nuts that was! Yeah, fumble, okay. pick six, three and out, punt, like all that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I would like to see the Ravens be a little better, but I mean, one of those te- one of those two teams, if not both, are going to go to the playoffs. But Ravens now the with Browns the six record, they Browns gonna are two games ahead. Yeah, they're gonna have to string together some wins. The Ravens are, um, which I mean, I don't, I still don't think that they're terrible. I mean, look, Ravens are right there with. So there's gonna be what three wild cards? Right. Oh no! Wait, no, wait. Yeah, three wild cards. So right now, the wild cards are the Dolphins, the Browns, and Colts. From oh, the Colts. The Ravens are one game back of the Colts and the Dolphins. And the Ra- Ravens and Raiders, I think. Raiders are six and five as well. Are, are similar that they they might try to go for that third wild card spot. But, I mean, the Colts and the Titans are, again, two teams that are – they just seem to keep going back and forth. I wouldn't be surprised if that yeah, another yeah. another two or, three to- two or three times before the end of the year. Maybe not three, two, but still. I mean, you know, the Ravens' schedule here on out is really not that – not that bad. I mean, the the big game that they have is against the Browns again. They play the Browns one yeah, more time, and that's yeah. they gotta they gotta take care of business there if they want in. Yeah, I think it's gonna be an interesting interesting. What about the Bears, man? I want to jump jump to the other side real quick of the NFC. The Bears. I mean, the Bears, Bears are toast. They're toast. Tanked. It's five and one, lost five straight. That's like you in fantasy, dude. How does that make you feel? I mean, everyone knew the Bears were fraudulent, and. Yeah, it was just a matter of time, but I didn't think it was just five a matter in a row. of time. I didn't think yeah. five in a row. Like, like Sibe said, you know, our uh, Bears fan, 
You know, he, he, you thought that five and one would be a good enough cushion, you know, like, yeah, they're not a team, but you would think that it would still be uh, cracks and wins, you know? Right. I thought if they were five and one and they could have just played 500 ball the rest of the year, they would have had a pretty good spot looking in the playoffs. Yeah. And they have just done the opposite. Yeah. Do you think, what do you think of the Bucks? Are you, are you threatened at all by the Bucks if you're a fan of the Packers or the Saints? Um, the Seahawks even? I flipped, I flipped on the Bucks so many times this year. Like, there's been games so, where I've been like, man, they look good. Like, their defense is solid. Tom Brady looks good. And then they get a, and then they get a primetime game, and I'm just like, God, this offense sucks. Tom Brady washed, and they can't play. They suck. So yeah, they, they can't – they don't seem to be able to play in any big games. Now, if you're the Saints, you got to feel really good if the Bucks make the playoffs because you've just demolished the Saints twice now. The thing about the Saints is how long is Drew Brees going to be out? How long can this taste of I, I thought it was – so, I thought it was week 16 that I heard that he was um, trying to come back. Because this is the thing with the Saints. Like, they got the Falcons this week, who they beat earlier with Taysom Hill, and they got the Eagles, Okay. So those two games, Taysom can, Hill is another is another weird one with the because I mean if they if they figure out Taysom Hill they figure out the Chiefs' offense because there's not much about their offense with Taysom Hill running it. It's a wildcat and short slants. And I agree, and I think this is going to be the biggest test because when, against the Falcons, no one really knew what they were going to do with Taysom, and then against the Broncos, I mean the Broncos didn't have a freaking quarterback, so yeah, they're going to win that game. And now the Falcons, they get Taysom again. Well, what can they learn from the first time they played him? So. Right. I don't. Yeah, we'll see. see what happens this week. But. Yeah, I think he's coming back week 16, though. So good for the Saints' chance of the playoffs. Yeah, the Saints are looking. Yeah, the Saints are fine. That would be, that would be huge to have Breeze back for their playoffs. I think the Saints, yeah. the Steelers, and the this Chiefs is, have the, a chance the to. The Saints record is what I was expecting them to play like all year, and that's why I picked Breeze way back when to be my MVP. Yeah, I mean, they're 9-2, and two and they just haven't really felt like a 9-2 team. Right, right. Maybe it was like the very beginning when they lost that game to the – who was it, the Chiefs maybe? But uh, their defense has really stepped up. Yeah. And they've been a lot better, so – and the West is weird, too, right now. I thought, um, you know, the Cardinals losing that game, dropping that game to the Patriots. Oh, that hurts if you're a Cardinals. Yeah, and now the Cardinals have the Rams this week. That'll be a yeah. good – and if the Rams beat the Cardinals, you know, that's – Yeah, because because right now who we got? We got, well, Giants, Washington. <laughs> NFC East is crapshoot, but none of them are making a wild card. Yeah. Pack, Packers, Saints, Seahawks all leading. And then for the wild cards, we got – Bucks, Rams, I guess still the Cardinals. I mean, hey, the the 49ers, yeah. the Bears, and the Vikings are still somewhat in it. Like they're only could you, could bad. you imagine if all four NFC West teams were in it, or, or they are in it, but like if they moved onto the playoffs, what a division! Yeah, they'd be wild. Yeah, well, um, I think the MVP race for the award of the league has. It's it's clear that it's Dom's to lose now. Yeah, had it was yours earlier, Dom. I know you can hear us because we can see you, but you can't say anything. Um, give me a thumbs up if you think Pat Mahomes is the MVP. Awesome, we see it. Dom thinks Pat Mahomes is the league MVP. <laughs> I think that Dom's other guy though, Aaron Rodgers, um, is also not not two. as far as you think. 
not as far as you think behind Mahomes because he's got more touchdown passes and just a few less passing yards. And the Packers are still a good team too. Not Chiefs good, but still a good team. That hurts. Aaron Rodgers is the man. I don't think you can hear me, but Aaron Rodgers. Is the man. Oh, we can hear you, Doug. Oh, he's back. Oh, I got oh. it figured out. Oh, that. Aaron Rodgers, like the man says, Aaron wow. Rodgers is the man. I think Walking the last back. thing I said about 15 minutes ago was that the Bills were really bad. Um, I just want you to remember that, Zig. And um, oh, did Aaron you Rodgers, say that? I didn't that? No, I didn't say that. I was talking about the Bills, though. And I just wanted to say they were bad. Anyways, okay. yeah, Patrick Mahomes is definitely the MVP right now, but I like Aaron Rodgers, and I'm hoping that Patrick Mahomes uh, just maybe throws a couple picks, you know, here and there. No, oh, no, we don't need any picks. We want him to carry Jake to the fantasy playoffs. Also, yeah, I need Taysom Hill. I wanted to say that when you guys were talking about him. Please take him off. Uh, we have a we have quite the quite the week coming up in our fantasy football league. We have a handful of guys, including myself, flirting with winning the wild cards. We, we set wild cards based on points four in our league, so no matter of how many points you score throughout the year rather than the record. Um, we do include record two for the top two divisional spots, but our two wild card spots are decided by points four, and all three of us are trying to lock down some wild card spots, and Don's starting Taysom Hill this week. Yeah, Jake's um, seemingly got the first wild card spot practically locked up. Um, I had the second one before as last. As long as week. I don't pull a dom as he did last week. Yeah, I started Derek Carr. Started Derek Carr got me point six points. I scored fifty seven points. Fifty seven. And now I have um, a pretty large margin of points to to make up this week. So Thirty seven. Thirty seven to to you, but there is a scenario in which you move up and someone moves down, and I have to outscore someone by like twenty points. But it's uh, there's a lot of yeah. End of the day, you got to score a lot of points. I have to score a lot. Did you did uh, did you receive Zig's note earlier? Uh, Josh Jacobs is out. I did see that. I'm I'm actually and excited. also Kenny Galladay is out. I don't I hate Kenny Galladay and I don't care. Um, Why are you glad Josh Jacobs is out? Because I can start Devonte Booker instead of not knowing which one of them to start. That's fair. You know what I mean, like. I would like I need points, so I don't want to start Josh Jacobs and have him get like seven points, and then Booker in, on my bench get seven points. You guys want to hear something funny? I'm in another league, and uh, I traded around some guys because I had some injuries, so I made some trades just so I could fill a lineup. And uh, I ended up getting Josh Jacobs back in return, but in doing so, I gave up Eckler, and so now I have Josh Jacobs as my primary back, and my RB two is anybody who I feel is a good matchup on waivers. And now that Josh Jacobs is out, I have maybe James White as my RB2, bumping into RB1, and now I got to go uh, filter through some waivers. I wish you had Austin Eckler now, huh? Yeah, Where's Booker at? You don't, you don't got Booker? I, I'm going to go see if he's out there. Good luck. We'll see. It should be an interesting Sunday, though, to say the least. Yeah. Um, and no, Monday. We got two games on Monday and a game on Tuesday. Oh, geez, you're right. The anxiety. Yeah, the anxiety for three straight days. Wow. Wow. Well, Tom, I'm glad you made it back in time to to give us some, some info. Yeah, on I, I, I apologize for that. Uh, you're back, baby. Using my here. brother's laptop, it died. I was unaware that uh, it was low on battery. But anyways, I'm here. And, you're here, uh, and uh, we appreciate you coming back and uh, <laughs> finding a – Finding a way. We saw you for the longest time. I know. I don't know what happened. I got back and I, my headset was all messed up anyways. I'm here. And uh, it was a good pod. 
interested to see where these non-tendered guys and the rest of the free agents go. See if Sarah, girl kicker, is coming back. Who knows? Exactly. See what happens with Russ in D.C. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, remember to subscribe, tell your friends, and tune in next time. All right, see you now.